Welcome to the Career Mentor Podcast, a program of hunger for success, a nonprofit organization devoted to helping people find and keep family wage jobs. Your host, Brad Lebowski, President and Chair of Hunger for Success. This is the Career Mentor Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Lebowski. And in this series devoted to professional development, we're going to take the next two episodes and talk about generational strategies. Well, what does that mean? It's about understanding what strategies you can use to work with different age groups at your workplace. You know, it was five years ago that millennials, people that were born in 1981 through 1999, we're about 27% of the workforce. Today, they're 52% of the workforce, and in five years, they'll be 74% of the workforce. Our workforce has never been more diverse, culturally, socioeconomically, and by age group. So these next few podcasts are really dedicated to give you some perspectives and help you Build strong relationships regardless of the age, even if you're supervising or managing someone who is younger or older than you. What are some things you can do to build a better relationship and be more successful? Fortune 500 companies, the top companies in the country, are really looking for ways to work with different generations and be more inclusive. It could be designing benefits or how do you run a meeting or what should the dress code be? All these different types of considerations are different for each age group. Before we get into the hard, fast definitions of the particular generations you'll be working with, I want to make sure that something is clear. There's a lot of books you can read, a lot of research you can do that tells you, well, this age group does one thing and this age group does another. What I would ask you to think about is not to stereotype or limit what each generation can do. These are broad generalizations. Every individual is different. But the message here throughout this short training period as it relates to generational strategies should be inclusiveness. How do I include as many different people with as many different ages, as many different cultural backgrounds, as many different socioeconomical economical backgrounds, as many educational backgrounds, how do I include as many people as possible? So let's talk a little bit about the definitions. The traditionalist was born before 1945. This group typically does not look for a lot of accolades or big celebrations. They're hardworking, no nonsense, Their accomplishment is a hard day at work. Next are baby baby boomers, born from 1946 to 1964. This group likes feedback from many sources. They're collaborative in nature and believe work ethic is in part measured by the hours they put in. Again, generalizations, but it gives you a sense and idea of who they are. Generation X, my generation, 1965 to 1980, This group is both independent and pessimistic. They highly value their skills, their resources, and a work-life balance. Their greatest reward is learning an environment and a place they can feel creative and free. Millennials are born from 1981 to 1999. 
is group is highly influenced through technology because they're highly social. They want to work with a boss who's going to talk with them, learn about them, and motivate them. Without mentorship, they're not initially motivated. Feedback and over-communication is their greatest source of recognition. Then there's Generation Y. They're particularly between the ages of 18 and 25. And according to some research, while most employers give recognition in exchange for delivering results, Generation Y tends to expect recognition for their effort made. Generation Y is motivated by recognition that goes far beyond standard compensation and benefits. They're looking for that total life package. Then there's Generation Z, which tends to be entertainment and will grow up a post-recession economy. These are children that could be eight, nine years old today. Despite their obvious technology proficiency, Generation Z prefer in-person to online interaction and are being schooled in emotional intelligence from a very young age. So these are generalizations about several different groups and how they're defined. Riva Lazowski with the Business Insider has some insight on how to manage employees who are older than you. Now, I know she sounds like a relative because, you know, my name is Brad Lebowski. She's not. We're not related, but could be somewhere on the, on the family tree of Lithuania or somewhere. But if you are managing people that are older than you, which millennials being the majority of the workforce, this is prevalent, she has a few tips. The first is consider individual needs. Each generation will have individual needs as an age group, but you have to talk to the individuals to really understand their needs in addition to their age group needs. Strive to keep older workers engaged. When an older employee leaves the company because he or she no longer feels valued, your business losses valuable institutional knowledge. Make sure your older staffers don't feel like they're being pushed aside for younger team members. Make extra efforts to keep them engaged and show that their contributions are valued. The next tip is to tap into diverse age groups to innovate. Meetings or brainstorming sessions should include employees from all age levels. A diverse group means more viewpoints and more creativity. The next tip, which is difficult to do but important, honor each person's contribution. Encourage workers to share their knowledge, whether it's an entry-level millennial showing a boomer manager how to use social media, or a baby boomer employee explaining the history of a long-term client to a Generation X salesperson. Last piece of advice that Reva provides, emphasize commonality. Continually remind your team of its common goals, winning new business, growing sales, or whatever your company is working to achieve. Pulling together will help overcome generational differences and build tighter bonds. So to simplify a generational approach, you have to recognize that different age groups need different things. And the best way to find that out is to ask. And sometimes they're not going to tell you what you need to hear. 
either because they're afraid or they're not sure you understand. So some of these definitions of age groups will help you anticipate their needs. And what's important when you try these tips or any other tips you would consider, do an evaluation, do a survey, figure out if what you did worked and what didn't work. The more you gather feedback through either observation or surveys, the better you'll be able to navigate through different generations. In our next podcast, we'll talk about the book, uh, the book Sticking Points by Hayden Shaw. This is a book we give to our participants here at Hunger for Success to provide them a great deal of knowledge of what they can do with 12 sticking points, 12 issues that come up in generational gaps, and how they can best navigate those sticking points, if you will. Well, if you have feedback or questions regarding de dealing with different generations or may have a problem dealing with a specific employee or coworker or manager, Based on a generational gap, please let us know. You can send us an email at info, I-N-F-O, at help, the letter H, the number four, the letter S, dot org. Give us your thoughts, and we'll create a podcast to address your specific needs. Well, we appreciate you listening today. This is the Career Mentor Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Lebowski. We look forward to listening to you in the future and hope you have a great rest of your day. This is the Career Mentor Podcast, intellectual property of hunger for success. All rights reserved, 2018.